Hello and welcome to On the Line. I'm Carl Richter. For today's episode, I spoke with Elvis Presley tribute artist Travis Powell. He's been performing as the king of rock and roll since childhood, and he's bringing his authentic take on Elvis to the Perot Theater on January 7th, just a day before Presley's birthday. Before we jump in, a programming note. This is the last on-the-line episode of the year. I'll be taking a holiday break and will return with a new interview Tuesday, January 24th. As always, sincere thanks for listening. I wish you and yours all the best this holiday season and in the coming year. Now, here's my conversation with Travis Powell. Joining me on the phone from St. Simons, Georgia, it's Travis Powell. How, hi, Travis. Hey, Carl. How are you, buddy? You doing okay? Good, yeah. Um, first and foremost, let's talk about your show in Texarkana. It's coming up January 7th, correct? Yes, sir. January the 7th, uh, Perot Theater. So uh, my first time there, so I'm looking to have a good time. All right, and you're going to have an opening group, correct? Do I now? You're going to have an opening group. Um, uh, yeah, we have a Shake, Rattle, and Roll, I believe, is going to be with us. Um, uh, they usually they usually do the opening stuff for us there, and they also do the background vocals. So uh, we're looking forward to it. You'll get a lot of uh, a lot of different stuff. We usually start out the show with the uh, 1968 comeback special. Mm-hmm. So we give people a little bit of a, uh, the rawness of Elvis when he started coming back to, uh, to do stage shows. Uh, and then we go into the concert years. So uh, we give everybody a little taste of a little taste of everything. So tell me about you and Elvis. When was the first time you heard an Elvis song? Do you remember? Yeah. So uh, it's funny. Uh, so the first time I've got an actual VHS tape, what's well, on DVD now, it's in my safe of me doing Elvis uh, in my grandma and grandpa's living room at the age of four. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That was in 86. So, um, I want to say I started then, of course, I didn't go on stage all the time then. So, I, um, you know, but I started, uh, really having interest in Elvis at right about four years old. Uh, my dad was, my mom and dad introduced me to him, the Aloha from Hawaii show, mm-hmm. um, the Elvis in concert record, you know, uh, I was even, even got to hear some eight tracks of it. So, um, uh, you know, that's where it kind of all started. And I just love the, um, I love the way Elvis could just walk on stage, and let's be honest, he didn't even have to didn't even have to sing a note, and he had the, the crowd in the palm of his hand. So, uh, what I respected most at first uh, was the entertainment part of it. You know, a solid entertainer um, that I, that I don't think will ever be matched or will ever be matched. Um, and then after you get over that or you get past that, you see the voice, and you hear the voice, and it's. Um, definitely one of the best voices I've ever heard in my life. So, you know, there's a lot of different aspects when I started listening to, and watching Elvis. Of course, the first part, uh, I mean, everybody knows he's a great looking man. So mm-hmm. uh, the entertainment part of it is what I first, what first had me, you know, and in, even then, you know, from the age of four, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to entertain people. I wanted to make people smile, uh, take them back in time take them to a new place, you know, I just want to entertain people. So, you know, that's what, um, that's what it kind of started for me. Um, and of course, from there, uh, you know, I watched Elvis still 
there's probably not many days that I hadn't watched some something, you mm-hmm. know, that has to do with Elvis and, and learning stuff and listening to songs. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm 40 years old now. So there's still, you know, even when I started when I was four, there's still a lot of songs that I hadn't even heard. So I look forward to, to listening to those songs and hearing those songs and, you know, just bringing the show to uh, bringing the show to the fans that were here uh, when Elvis was alive and maybe got to see him and also to bring the show uh, to the fans that didn't get to see him and the newer generation. When was the first time you performed as Elvis Presley? Um, the actual first time I performed was at a, a thing called putting on the hits. Okay. At my aunt's church. And I was about five years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. When, when did you take it to the next level and go professional with it? Well, I, I started, I, I guess you would say I, I started going professional about 10 years ago. Okay. That's when I actually started going professional. You know, I did it up in childhood up until, um, you know, my teenage years and stuff like that. But I, I, I'd have to say that professionally, I probably started about 10 years ago. And uh, I understand you've won some awards for your performance. Is that right? I've been, been very blessed. Uh, 2014, I won the Heart of the King New Horizon Award out in Las Vegas. And I actually got to receive my award at the International Hotel, which is the same stage Elvis played. And I watched him sing on, and that's the way it is, and all through the 70s. So that was a surreal moment for me. Uh, now, now tell, still, tell people what this award is. It sounds pretty prestigious. Well, it's basically, it's basically um, so uh, to put it in kind of perspective, the CMAs or the ACMs, the Country Music Awards, they always have a new artist award, the best new artist. Uh-huh. Um, so that's basically what it was, Best New Tribute Artist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is it safe to say that Elvis has more tribute artists than any other singer Absolutely. or band? Without a doubt. Without so, a doubt. So the competition's stiff. How do you stand oh, yeah. out? Um, I think in my – here's the thing. I think every – Every individual is going to have a favorite. Every individual is going to have a different, um, and we're talking about fans here. Mm-hmm. Every fan is going to, they're going to love an ETA more than they love this one, but it's just something that ETA does for them. Okay. Everybody has their own interpretation of Elvis, but in turn, everybody has their own interpretation of the tribute artist, but that tribute artist also has his interpretation of doing Elvis. For right. me, I won't speak for nobody else. For me, I try to be as authentic as I can. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's what I appreciated about Elvis. I'm not saying the people, the other ETA days, ETAs that does it that does it more for entertainment value. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that's wrong. That's their interpretation of it. Right. You know, uh, just for me, I can only speak for myself. And I try to be as authentic as possible because that's what Elvis deserved. Greatest entertainer of all time in my eyes. You know, that's my opinion. Greatest entertainer of all time, and I feel that if I'm going to put on that jumpsuit or that leather. Or, movies jackets or whatever and go on that stage then he deserves uh my attention to detail and uh he deserves my respect to try to do it as close to him as i can it doesn't hurt that you resemble him quite a bit yeah have you heard that yeah i've heard even when i wasn't doing else i i actually had people tell me I, i looked a lot like him um so that helps a lot you don't have to i've never had any surgeries or or nothing like that so, do do you know, people that, yeah. do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, do you perform with a band? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have a full band. We have a horn section. 
Um, we have the uh, the uh, shaker out on roll is going to do the backups. Uh, when I'm on the road, you know, I usually have a band, full quartet, uh, horn section, everything else. So, yeah, everything is uh, everything's all live. And I guess um, some stage sets too, lighting and so forth. Yeah, it's yeah. Full, we try to keep full it. show. Yes, full show. What's uh, you, you mentioned? You, you're going to be doing the '68 comeback special. Now let's mm-hmm. remind people what that was. So the '68 uh, comeback special was basically Elvis's return mm-hmm. to live performing. That, that show was originally, and yeah, that was after the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he wanted to get back to performing. That's what that was. That was Elvis's thing. You know, being live on stage, you know. So when they came back, uh, they actually wanted to do the original plan for that 68 comeback special was for it to be a Christmas show. Mm-hmm. And I was didn't like that idea. And of course, if you've seen the movie, you know that there was a lot of stuff going on uh, during that time. And uh, he did the If I Can Dream song. But that that show was his kind of comeback. So it was just Elvis kind of raw. Uh, yeah. First show's back. Uh, so he wasn't. Um, I would I would say he wasn't maybe as polished of his own act as he was in the 70s, but that 68 special was just raw, sexy, uh, and just all Elvis. Black leather, you know, right? You know, black leather. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they sort of sat around in a circle. and Yes. And, yeah, that was one part of it. They had a stand-up uh, section, and they had a sit-down section. So um, what sort of songs, what were the songs that he said, did then? Yeah, well, they they had a lot of songs like the '68 medley, which is uh, a Heartbreak Hotel, uh, Hound Dog, All Shook Up, and then you had songs such as Joe House Rock. You had the sit down versions of Lolly Miss Claudia, Can't Help Falling in Love, um, uh, Love Me Tender. So it was just more of a raw version. It was same songs, some of the same songs that he would do in the '70s, mm-hmm. but just more of a stripped down, more stripped down version of them, and, and sort of reaching back to the. Uh, sort of original recordings in the 50s, right? Right, right of course. Yep. So, so you'll be able to give the audience those songs mm-hmm. without having to actually portray him in the 50s. Right. Yeah, I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to... 50s stuff for them young guys. Yeah. And then moving forward is the Elvis people may remember in the bejeweled suits... Right. Big right. sideburns, Las Vegas right. era, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Suspicious Minds. Uh, yeah, Suspicious Minds, folk salad. You gave me a mountain, How Great Thou Art. All those, one, My Way, you uh-huh. know, all those wonderful uh, 70s songs that, you know, he was just, his voice has just changed so much. It had gotten more, uh, it's gotten deeper. It had gotten, uh, I don't know. I call it sweeter. Mm-hmm. It's like it wasn't as scratchy, wasn't as raw. It was like it, like it had sweetened up a little bit. To what extent do you try to move like he did? Every every bit of it. Yeah, you're try. really trying to. I try. Bring that experience. And, and, and the honesty of it is, yeah, I'm trying to be as authentic as I can. But you take a song like, um, let's say you're doing. Um, Power of My Love or something like that. You know, there's no actual, um, for us, as ETAs, I mean, you could try to find bootleg footage and all that stuff. But for us, a song like that, there's no actual footage of Elvis doing that. Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of take, like, song or take moves that we've seen in other songs that kind of fit in that that right. bloodline and kind of make it, 
your own, but as close to Elvis as you think he would do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. You just have to sort of extrapolate from what you have right. seen. Right. Uh, have you created any Elvis fans? Have I created any Elvis fans? Uh, yeah. I'd like to hope so. Yeah. What are your fans you know? like? Do people sort of follow you around and that sort of thing? Oh, yeah. Fans, of the Elvis fans are the best. You know, I, you know, I know they're, they're per se a fan of mine, but I mean, we're all in the same boat as we are fans of Elvis. That's mm-hmm. what it comes down to, you know? And, uh, I'm very happy to say that, you know, a lot of my fans are Travis Powell fans too, with my own music and stuff. But the thing about it is, and what's cool about it is the, the, the big thing that we all have in common is we all love Elvis and Elvis mm-hmm. did something for each one of us different, you know, like he didn't affect me the same way he would affect you or right. her right. or him, you know? So, so it's just, uh, trying to, trying to, uh, to get all those people and see the younger generations. I love it. Uh, are you planning in, on visiting our municipal auditorium here? He performed there really early on in the fifties. Right. I would love to. I'd actually talk to uh, Steve about that, and uh, I would love to. While I'm in town, um, while I'm in town, I'd love to visit the auditorium there and get a look at it. Well, I'm sure um, if you just contact City Hall, they'll be happy to yeah to show you around a little bit. Okay, it's really it's really neat. I, yeah, we're continue to be hopeful that that auditorium can be renovated and put back to yeah, use. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Right. You mentioned the movie. I, I mm-hmm. assume you're talking about that recent movie yeah, called Elvis. Movie, yeah. What did you, what did you yeah. think of it? I haven't seen it actually. I, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought they'd done a good job on it. Do you have any issues with how Elvis has been portrayed over the years? Maybe in movies or TV. What are some misconceptions that people um, have? Well, I, I think the misconceptions are that the, the people that are, um. Oh, nobody okay I'll say this none of us really know how it was right unless you were there unless you were there you know and with them with Elvis with with the people that were with Elvis in that time nobody really knows so I think the people that create these movies are not doing anything bad on purpose they're trying to do the best they can with the information they have right but it, it's always a matter of sort of guesswork. It's always a matter of opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, yeah, it's always a matter of opinion and his take on. So, so um, how often do you perform? Oh, I perform a lot. Yeah. I was at, when I was at Legends in Concert, I performed six nights a week. Okay. And that's in, uh, that, that, that's in Vegas? No, that was out in, um, that was at Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. I did Myrtle Beach, South Carolina when I was in Branson. Missouri, we did two shows six days a week. Oh, my goodness. So I do a lot of performing. So you've had lots of practice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've been doing it a lot. All right. Well, we're looking forward to it. Uh, Anything else you want to tell us about the show? uh, No, I just can't wait to be out there. It's my first time there. So uh, everybody come out. We're going to have a good time and uh, celebrate the the best music of all time and celebrate the greatest entertainer of all time, in my opinion. So. We're going to have a good time. I can't wait to be out there and see everybody. And uh, and like I said, we're going to we're going to have a good time. All right. Well, I'll be sure and put a link in our show notes to where people can get tickets. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks, Carl. And thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, buddy. Talk soon. Take care. 
On the Line is a Texarkana Gazette podcast recorded in Star Bear Studio, right here in downtown Texarkana, USA. Follow On the Line on Twitter at OTLTXK and on our website, texarkanagazette.com slash podcast. To support the show, post a positive review wherever you get your podcasts. The show is written, produced, and edited by yours truly, Carl Richter, and I'd love to hear from you. Email me at krichter at texarkanagazette.com. I'll see you next time on the line.